0: squirrel two squirrel squirrel two squirrels and one nut and squirrel and squirrel 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 two squirrels one welcome welcome
1: so that was pretty good that was a great intro I don't think it could have been better
0: today nice intro.
1: <laughs> today i have picked five topics that we will discuss when we are done discussing a topic it no longer ever needs to be discussed again by anyone in the history of humanity exactly yeah okay so let's get right into it we've got five minutes per topic and then we move I'm on i'm scared no let's no, do it no, no, no. today it's a little bit lighter i took your leak from last time a little bit and did a couple <laughs> either ors so the first Ready. one would Let's you do rather fly like a bird or be invisible and you have to fly oh. like literally fly like a bird like flapping your arms riding wind not ju-
0: yeah <laughs> no not just gliding huh mm-hmm. it's uh you work a bit it's ecological yeah it's good it's uh okay that's a tough one i feel like you know when when people ask like what well, what would you wish like you could do right so many people would say fly like a bird because then you're so free and etc so i feel like it's a bit of a classic one but being invisible as well so okay i think for being invisible just i mean maybe it sounds a bit creepy but you could just be like in places where you're not supposed to be and you can watch people you yeah. know and you might be able to witness some of the most historic most important moments in this world right um i mean i could basically just go into i don't know the german bundestag right now or go into the white house without anyone knowing and just sit right next to biden seeing what his next moves are right Mm -hmm. um so it's that it is pretty intriguing and obviously i think economically it's probably better from a business perspective i think being invisible is probably more profitable than flying like a bird because obviously you could like you you could be like in board meetings of big Mm -hmm. corporations and then sell or buy their their stock and and you know what the next moves are and you're kind of ahead of time which i guess would be illegal Mm -hmm. for maybe there's a new paragraph in law like everyone who is able to to be invisible you know is is it's not legible to buy any stock. Maybe, you know, your, your stock account is being blocked or anything because you're one of the invisible ones. Yeah. I don't know, but they don't know that you're invisible, I guess, because they never see you. (laughs) Totally.
1: They never. Yeah. That's a good point.
0: But flying like a bird on the other hand, and that's why it's still tough. Although I just said like so many reasons why I think being invisible is cool, but flying like a bird is fucking flying like a bird. It's like you could could just go anywhere. And just because you're invisible doesn't mean that you wouldn't have to take a damn flight anywhere, right? No. So if I want to go into the White House, be invisible there, it's still like a nine-hour flight that I would have to take. Uh, I mean, invisible could probably just sit in first class. That's
1: what I was going to say. If there's (laughs) an empty seat in first class, you're taking it.
0: You would also not have to dress up, you know? No. You just go in your sweatpants. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, hit the invisible button and live your life. Chill do you,
1: out. Do you wear like a suit and tie when you travel by air normally? Is that yeah. a dress up I usu- for you?
0: Yeah, I usually do. I know. I mean, I know you only fly economy and it's yeah. you, so you, you don't know that kind of no. world. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. Um, but obviously I only fly in places where where suit and tie is is required. Mandatory. No, but I exactly I think that the act of flying is, is such an insane feeling that I I guess nothing can beat that probably.
1: Like jump off a um, building and then just start flapping your arms and you're flying. <laughs> that yeah, would be exactly. pretty crazy.
0: That would be so cool. I think it looks funny. Yeah. um I think you you're in danger. I think people would want to know why you can do it and I, they might take you.
1: Imagine yeah. you look in the sky. And you see a grown-ass man just flying like a bird.
0: I could wear clothes, though, right? Oh, yeah. Be like... Yeah,
1: no, you don't have to be naked to fly like a bird. <laughs> you can dress normal.
0: Okay, good. Um, I have to decide, I guess. Huh? What's your okay. take?
1: It's tough. I, I agree with you on a lot of the points. I think monetarily invisible kills it. It absolutely destroys. I mean, going to a bank go anywhere, go to a jewelry store, just take shit, and it's, it's yours. Um, but you're right, the feeling of being able to fly. Like, I've had dreams where I could fly. Not many, but a couple. And it was amazing.
0: I had good dreams being invisible and watching people shit, so that was...
1: <laughs> you constantly go back to watching people when you're invisible <laughs>
0: i'm a creep i guess (laughs) Um, Ah! what would you do it's like it's uh, i'm i think it's just so interesting to see how people behave when you're not around them because obviously everyone's so different right what do you what do you pick i mean you gotta choose now mm, i pick invisible because i'm a commercial a commercial fuck and i care about money more than the feeling of freedom
1: (laughs) i'm with you you could buy like a wingsuit or whatever <laughs> with anything that you steal.
0: Exactly. Okay. All right. Good. Good Sorted. Way. Invisible.
1: Good yeah. Okay. Yeah. Warm this up. one is. Uh, yeah. Also, mm. I mean, it's not going to get anyone cancelled. Should mm-hmm. animals be kept in zoos? No. No.
0: No. No. Uh, n- not today. I, I. I feel like the. The main argument is probably education. Mm. Um, and protecting species i don't think any species is being protected by being in a zoo i i don't think that anyone um and I, I i can elaborate because it's a topic that i definitely care about but um i think the the argument of education for people for young people going to zoos, see a lion firsthand behind a glass window so stupid mm. um is basically what they say you know people should be able to have access to to understand those animals maybe to to, to have empathy and, and, and feelings towards those animals so mm-hmm. they would potentially protect them or become citizens and people who feel with animals so they wouldn't kill them necessarily. Right. I feel like that's a good argument, mm-hmm. but it's not the 50s and 60s or 70s anymore where you wouldn't have access to the best documentaries, mm-hmm. you know, travel, flying to whatever a national park in Africa. Um, obviously, that's also a very privileged thing and not everybody can do it yeah but i think that that main argument of education and 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 protecting species is simply not valid anymore in a digitalized globalized world where we have access to everything and where we can basically go anywhere um that's that's my take on it um but i'm i'm heavily against it heavily 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 free all the animals this tiger in berlin that's on the run right now good job you know, just just let it stay in our forest. <laughs> you know it's <laughs> like we put this tiger in a cage, and then we're like, "Oh, this mean tiger who's not supposed to be in Germany, yeah, he's not supposed to be in Germany, he's supposed to be somewhere in Africa, yeah, and now this this really mean, dangerous tiger is on the go. Everyone be careful. this bad creature, sorry, I'm starting ranting here, but you he really you really got me with this topic, yeah, so no, I hate it
1: actually, side note on the whole <laughs> lion. On the loose in berlin this will will date the podcast a little bit but whatever um apparently it's like there's 23 or 32 i can't remember the number it's one of those two private owners in i don't know if it's germany or just berlin that have private lions as pets
0: yeah i i heard or read in this whole thing right now um i heard that there's certain states within germany that allow privately owning such an exotic animal and some don't and brandenburg is. i don't know what that thing is oh probably i think so because they were like (laughs) nobody
1: nobody's owned up to the fact that this is their lion that's on the loose which is makes me wonder did it kill its owner or is it not really a lion because there's some people saying it's not a lion
0: yeah, probably like a dressed up dog. I could see going too. Some <laughs> totally. drugged up, some, some drugged, drugged up drugged idiot, up you know, just um drugged up dog, yeah. What is your take? Do you have anything saying against against what I what my take is? Challenge me. I,
1: emotionally I'm on the same side like I don't e- I don't go to zoos. I don't like to support them. I don't like to see the yep. animals in those conditions. I think it's just sad. Um yep. but I know I spoke to someone who had gone to like um they went to a talk by a National Geographic photographer who showed a bunch of his photos, and he said, mm-hmm. he said zoos are one of the most important things today that that help conservation, and I don't know it's just one of those things that i don't it was years ago that i that I heard this said, and I've never done the research on it afterwards, but in <laughs> that but I don't know like are certain zoos giving money to conservation efforts because it seems like that's probably not happening because I think zoo pe- not a lot of people are going to zoos like they used to so I don't, I don't think, think the they zoo can business afford. is very healthy I yeah, don't exactly um, so I'm, I'm But definitely that was against. his main
0: argument financially that they financially, would be like the biggest donors that, that
1: they that they donor yeah. That's,
0: that's weird i can't imagine that even like no. i mean just some just some whatever emotionally attached billionaire who likes animals needs to do one donation and it's exactly. probably more than all zoos in the world can one, ever do
1: 100 percent of bezos or someone yeah. just got on board with exactly. it it'd be done and it's it's totally. just no I i agree with you on basically every point of that like it's not the 50s you don't need and we don't need to physically see everything no Like, it's this whole thing where it's like, no, I got to see that. I got to see. No, you look at a nice picture and you get the idea. Yeah. Or go to where they live.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so many, like, so many city kids. I mean, we're both from the countryside, grew up with nature, which I guess we both appreciate. But there's so many kids and also so many adults who grew up in a city like Berlin. They haven't even seen, like, a German deer. Yeah. Or, I mean, a fox maybe because they live in the city now. But, you know, not certain birds or um worms you know what i mean insects like they don't even know what's right in front of them yeah maybe start there
1: yeah exactly start work your way out all right that's time for that one but we agree animals should not be kept in zoos all zoos should be closed and the animals released onto the street
0: yeah exactly and then they should see where they go and yeah maybe they take over fits yeah. to what we discussed last time right mm-hmm. if you can talk to animals now it yeah. comes in handy exactly now, in handy. now
1: you hope you chose that one yeah so, i did in episode one we discussed who is the greatest basketball player of all time now oh. we're going to go who is the greatest tennis player of all time
0: tennis player oh my god it's so tough i'm a big nadal fan and i'm a big federal fan and i'm an even bigger fan of them having played at the same time in the same two decades, which was, I think for the sports sports world, probably maybe the best rivalry rivalry is like squirrel rivalry <laughs> that ever happened in sports between two people. Right. Mm. Um, I don't know too much about boxing, if there was anything in boxing, but I mean just the consistency of high-level performance and basically sharing, obviously together with Djokovic and some others, but sharing basically every big trophy in Mm. 20 years and dominating one sport is incredible. And I think what's even more incredible is the type of humans they are. I think those two guys are probably the most inspiring athletes that I grew up with because they're fair they respect each other. Mm. They don't do some of the stupid shit that those young players do right now. Like I need a pee pee break just to intimidate my opponent. I hate this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Um I think those two guys are incredible. I love Nadal's playing style. Like this forehand, over the head, rotation kind of thing. He's so powerful. He's sexy. Yeah. Facts. This butt, those short, short, short pants. But Federer is Federer is such a such an elegant Swiss guy. Mm. They oh my god, it's so hard. It, uh, I would like to hear your take, and I will decide. I promise. But those two guys okay. are my finalists, one hundred percent.
1: I I think I think you're definitely onto something with one of the greatest rivalries. And I think boxing, yeah, had some great ones like Ali and Frazier, but they only fought two or three times because the nature of the sport is just, it's too vicious. Yeah. Whereas these guys had 20 years of overlap or something like that. Yeah. I was always a Federer guy. Yeah. But I think, I think the domination of the clay court and the head to head Nadal is the number one. I think, I think what, I think Jokovic, I guess now he has won more majors at this point. I think he's one up overall, but Mm -hmm. He got them near the end of their... They weren't in their prime prime. Um, So I think... And he doesn't have to play a prime Federer every tournament or a prime Nadal every tournament. I think apex, apex, prime, highest point of prime. I think Federer had the greatest ever. But I think Mm -hmm. career, Nadal has the greatest longevity and success in his career in relation to competition that he had because there's also some great guys that came and they would have won multiple grand slams if Nadal and Federer weren't constantly there
0: yep yep and I mean one thing that I just thought about and I, I don't really know Federer's history in terms of injuries but I know because I'm a big Nadal fan and follow him a bit more That Nadal came back from some really severe injuries and sometimes being gone for months, almost a year, you know, playing tennis on a professional level, coming back winning a great slam. I think it was Australian Open two years ago or three Mm. years ago. Or was it that he basically won. Or maybe French. I think it was Australian even. And then he also won (laughs) French after. Uh I think it was the first Grand Slam. And I think it was insanely surprising that he played on such a level you know got into the third fourth round and then even won this whole thing yeah uh and i think that's insane yeah if people in their age with the type of injuries they had and, and the type of just th- how run down their bodies are i mean the basically. grind of tennis
1: the hard court Crazy. pounding on the body and to be able to do it at this age still if he could stay healthy he would probably still be number one
0: yeah it's insane i, I think so yeah His and pain it's pain thresholds totally and when when they when they stopped playing and you could just see Federer and nadal in tears i think it was the davis cup or or whatever um that they when they played in the same game in the same team sorry and they just kind of hugged and and they were they were actually crying it shows like what kind of great friendship they have while being their biggest rivals and opponents is just incredible yeah Right, but time. Federer sleeps a lot. So that's what I respect about Federer. Federer sleeps like, I don't know, four hours in the daytime or something yeah.
1: I, I Love it. LeBron James is similar. And I think it's one of those things where I heard a sleep expert say that it's the greatest underused PED is sleep.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. But that's a topic I, for another day. Another day.
1: Uh, that's it. So, we again, we agree that it's Nadal, right? Yep. Yeah
0: fuck that's so lame i know we kind of (laughs) suck next time i try to just uh i I hope i know what your answer is (laughs) going to be for the next one and i'm just going to do the opposite
1: okay this one i think is definitely not as light as that but it's uh good (laughs) is censorship necessary
0: in general yeah yeah or do you have an example of censorship no i mean is there any any direction your your mind's going regarding sense you mean like in online social media
1: um Um, i mean i guess my mind goes kind of towards online because mm -hmm. that's the big amplifier of voices but i think anywhere
0: it's interesting because it is it is a very deep philosophical question i feel Mm -hmm. if, if you go really abstract because I mean, my liberal, hyper-democratic self would say censorship is probably not good because why would anyone be able to limit anyone anyone's expression, right? Anyone's yeah. form of expression, anyone's opinion. Um, but and and I mean, you know, I studied law and in constitutional law, there's and in Germany we have certain like main rights right that are basically laid down in our constitution but so they are our constitutional rights which are the most important and most let's say protected ones but they all can be compromised in a certain way or there's there's certain other laws and rules that can um, basically give them context um, so that they are not fulfilled in such a clean way Mm. let's say So there's like the freedom of speech and then there's the freedom of um, whatever, forming a group and demonstrate on the street, etc. But then you have to follow those other rules to be able to do it. I feel like if from a theoretical point of view, I would be against censorship, but only because I'm so democratic. And if there's things that would endanger democracy, I guess then potentially censorship is good. But that's only because this is my political um a point you know what i mean right um i i feel like there's there's probably certain ways of manipulating with communication with social media for example um impacting elections impacting how people think about certain topics basically spreading lies also Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is hyper dangerous um hyper dangerous for democracy Mm -hmm. and for discussion and debate so i think that's where i'm like because it because it is dangerous for the organizational form of a state that i personally prefer Mm -hmm. with my political opinion i think then it's fine Mm -hmm. but i understand that someone who's like pro whatever dictatorships (laughs) yeah they're out there i guess i guess only the dictators are pro dictatorships (laughs) Uh, (laughs) only the people who actually benefit from it yeah exactly exactly i don't know i i feel like I've, i i went left and right a bit but d- does do i make sense is, yes does it make sense i, I, say? I, I think so i think i'm 100 percent liberal and democratic so theoretically against it but if it protects what i'm so for then i think um i'd be okay with censorship but it's such a fine line and who decides what needs to be censored and what not? so that's a the big thing question.
1: right is that it's you you then have to define what can be censored and why and then you have to kind of find that point and work from there forwards and backwards to fine-tune it and then i don't do you trust the people that are in charge of fine-tuning it because think your average politician is that the person you want doing it probably not
0: probably not not i mean not even a human I wouldn't want to give any human that much power, I guess. That's why yeah. I'm such a big fan of democracy because. Yeah, a committee it, or something. It's the mass, or yeah, it's the. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the. I mean, democracy means that the, the, the opinion with the majority, best case, theoretically wins, right? Yeah. Um, you, you vote for someone and they represent the voters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, best case, they yeah. often don't, and no. that's why it's kind of fucked up, but. Yeah, Unless there are two um, evils. Yeah, so I guess i guess i'm for it if for it supports censorship. my polit if it supports my political view <laughs>
1: you're okay you know? so you say censorship is necessary at times yeah i think i agree unfortunately i wanted to say no like my instinct originally is like no blanket no yeah. it's not because Same. then it's like it's it's also it's easier like it's cleaner It's like you can say you can say whatever you want, but it's almost like to me, it's more like I feel like you should be able to say whatever you want. That is a fact. That's a given. You should be able to say whatever you want. But the online part of it, like you're saying, like with Twitter and Instagram, how you can mislead people and basically lie like what they're trying to do now on Twitter with community notes, where it's like they will comment on the post fact checking it almost which i think is an important thing but it's almost it's who's fact checking and what's the nuance behind the fact check and it's like it's not so clean uh, okay last one this one's a light one but this one is this is good whichever you choose is what you it's about a meal basically okay <laughs> and yes. that is what you will eat for the rest of your life at that mm-hmm. okay no. okay so it's either okay would you rather have breakfast for dinner or dinner for breakfast for the rest of your life
0: oh that's an amazing question <laughs> mm, i sometimes have dinner for breakfast i think there's certain types of food like indian food that works really well for breakfast but frussen like we call it Frühstück für Abendessen, Früssen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a thing. Never heard that. It's kind. It's kind of cool. Like imagine you have like some bread and some scrambled eggs or something for. I could totally see a good European breakfast for dinner. I think. I think I just like the variety of dinners better, and I think I can adapt to eating all my favorite meals that I would usually eat for dinner because breakfast is. I think a little bit more. It's not that diverse, you know. And I think I'd rather have more diversity for breakfast even if it, if it might not be a classic breakfast than having the same shit breakfast for dinner every day. So I go with dinner for breakfast for the rest of my life because I'm I'm fine to skip the kind of breakfast that I would usually have and I usually don't even have breakfast. So imagine you get up and there's a dinner Maybe even from the day prior because sometimes that tastes better than than fresh, right? Um, I think that would be pretty dope. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's my I, answer. Easy. So will- you would have dinner for breakfast, and that's easy yes. for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would 100% have breakfast for dinner. Wow, you must have good breakfast then. It yeah, means that I mean, you
0: can't have any dinners anymore.
1: I, you could have, you could have dinner. I mean, for. For lunch, I guess right. You could have somewhat traditional, but no, you're right. You're right. But I mean, you still why? Why,
0: why because would you it's, choose that? I mean, I
1: love having like I love having breakfast for dinner. I do it quite often, actually. Like
0: pancakes. What would you eat? Pancakes, yeah.
1: Pancakes, eggs, baked beans, bread, <laughs> vegetarian sausage
0: i mean for the rest of your life that's you, you that's my point you said five items i could tell you 200 dishes that i could eat for yeah breakfast
1: omelets then. omelets yeah. you could okay, have more variations muffins, of things yeah muffins
0: variation <laughs> of a pancake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i mean if you boil everything down it's a variation of something
0: yeah but i mean pizza or indian food or chinese food or lunch uh, lunch okay i feel like you're taking a bit you're, i feel like that's a bit of a <laughs> no, trick thing. i don't want like, to eat all the cool th- first thing in the morning that
1: that's more the problem i think is that i'm not going to sit down and eat like a a
0: spicy a dish for breakfast a oh, for
1: breakfast God. no way i gotta Dude, wake up a bit me.
0: No, i yeah, I mean, I would have to go back to bed after,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: because it's so heavy, but I mean, pancakes is also pretty heavy, like this heavy breakfast,
1: yeah, one hundred percent, but it's like it's gentle to the taste buds it's it's waking you up, it's the sugar of it as well as giving you
0: energy to go. Where I think like, that's my problem. Is that breakfast is too gentle for my taste buds, and I need something sizzling at night. You need a smack and in the mouth you say, when you wake up. Sorry, but you, you lost me when you say, say said baked beans. Like, I'm out. <laughs> you don't like baked I mean, ima- beans? No. Imagine I have to have you know English breakfast, which oh. is the most disgusting thing ever. You're I, I English breakfast is the worst. What do you I, like I don't about know. It? I, and I've been to good. I've been to good hotels in England, and it was disgusting. That I, I, have, I, have, I have I have I've dude I have WhatsApp messages from Anya, uh, beep beep my girlfriend, who sent me photos of breakfast buffets in good hotels in London, and they didn't even have one piece of fruit. They had <laughs> the most water, the most watery eggs. Everything is liquid. You have like this weird tomato that's running out. You have the egg that's running out. You have the beans that run out. You have some kind of weird texture mushroom that you don't know how old it is and then you have this i mean we're vegetarians so we wouldn't even eat the best part of it the bacon and then you have like this white toast it's like what why why, why would and, and nothing tastes like anything the no, tomato tastes like nothing
1: you're crazy wow. i mean what don't, you described there as Canada. well just sounds like badly made Bad food breakfast.
0: <laughs> i mean the I brits
1: obviously don't do food very well but the one thing they do do well is their breakfast
0: Oh, cancel me that shows the level of their cuisine if this breakfast is the pinnacle if this type of breakfast is the pinnacle of what they can achieve in the kitchen cancel me i i, I don't care it's bad fish and chips is good fish and, fish and chips.
1: chips is good but that's great that's vinegar yeah. i mean baked yeah, beans um, and baked beans on toast by itself that's a meal that's a dinner right there that's phenomenal
0: maybe i think the only one there are some um from the big classic brand with a uh, spicy right so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i did not want to say it because we're not sponsored oh not anymore yet we lost not sponsorship <laughs>
1: because of your last your comments on episode two go listen to that if you haven't and figure oh, out what, what got us canceled
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny it's like listen just listen to we're just lying to you listen to more of our episodes you know uh, okay, I mean, whatever. At least we have some argument, yeah. um, and I'm I'm happy that it's over this and not constitutional <laughs> rights. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. I'm happy
0: to be have a different opinion in this one.
1: Right. Yeah, agreed. Uh, breakfast for dinner or dinner for breakfast? We disagree on, uh, but that's still sorted. <sighs> and that is the podcast.
0: I want the people to vote. Maybe we can put... a. I think in Spotify, th- in the show notes, you can put polls now. That would so be I want people to to vote. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure that I win.
1: I think I destroy you and it's not even close. I think you'd be really shocked as to how badly you've chosen here.
0: And We do another poll. Um, yes or no. Do you think that Kevin is rude to me sometimes? In the podcast? <laughs> yeah, we do another poll. We have to beep out our names a lot in this episode. Huh? I think what, what I've learned... About. In- Kevin. yeah kevin that's true kevin <laughs> you're just creating kevin.
1: more work i think what what shocked me over the past three episodes of how ignorant you are on certain topics
0: <laughs> <laughs> which ones you, you can only remember the one that we just discussed you don't even remember the previous ones you're just no, saying shit. you're populist you're just saying stuff right
1: now. <laughs> we agreed on every other topic on this one but we did have a disagreement last episode but i can't remember what it was about
0: Oh yeah, when I think when I, th- oh no, I think we, I, I, I expected a disagreement, but then we weren't in disagreement about the movies and the Yeah, you know, whatever. but
1: there was one, because I called you ignorant again on that podcast.
0: Yeah, but you're lying. Your you just head call heads. me, you just call me things. Okay, <laughs> I think funny. this, this whole final part is pretty boring, so let's yeah, wrap it up. Huh? Let's wrap
1: it. Squirrels.
0: Scroll, scroll, goodbye. Scroll, scroll. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Tschüss. Tschüss.